um, as as Dan noticed, uh, the timer timed out, and so uh, it's 8 o'clock, and we're going to get started. Thanks, everyone, for being here for the latest in our PBS Teachers Live webinar series, which is brought to you by PBS Teachers and Classroom 2.0. I want to introduce my co-moderator, Steve Hargadon, founder of Classroom 2.0, who's going to give you an orientation to the Illuminate environment before we get started with the content of tonight's event. Welcome, Steve. Thank you, Jenny. Thanks, everybody, for being here. I'm very much looking forward to tonight. If this is your first time in Illuminate, it is a highly participative environment, as you can tell from the chat. You can put messages in the chat. We do ask that you keep your messages on topic, because it's difficult for people to pay attention if you're talking about other things. But hopefully, you'll use the chat to good effect. Um, you can also use some there are some emoticons at the bottom of the participant window. You'll see a smiling face, a clapping hand, a confused look, or a thumbs down. Mostly, I know you'll do the applause and the smiling face, but those are ways of expressing uh, your response to something that takes place. The larger icon to the left, the hand with the green up arrow, we will not use tonight because we're not going to use microphones for the Q&A. But normally, you might be able to raise that and, and ask to take the mic. But again, tonight, we probably won't do that because of time. Um, Although it looks as though you can send messages privately to other members in the chat, do be aware that those of us who are moderators actually see all of those messages. So we're now going to give you a chance to do some participation. And this, on this map of the United States, we're just going to look at the US tonight. To the left of the map, you should see a wand with a star at the end. Go ahead and click on that. And if you are in the US, click on the map afterwards to show us where you're listening from. You can also shout out in the chat. And especially if you're not from the US, please do let us know where you are, what time it is, and maybe what the weather is like. Terrific. Well, wherever you are listening from, we're sure glad to have you here. Now, Jenny, do you want to do your first poll? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. So I'm just going to pull up the, um, the previous slide for one sec just so folks can see again where the polling is. So if you look at the little polling info just below the, uh, the participant window, you'll see that there are an A, B, C, and D. And so here is our question for you. We want to know what grade level you teach. So please indicate using A, B, C, or D what uh, what level students you teach. Okay, it looks like we have a critical mass. So I'm going to go ahead and publish the results here. It looks like most of our teachers are middle school teachers, but we definitely have some upper elementary and some high school and some other. So our next question is, what subject do you teach? And I know we don't have everything represented here, so if you fall into the other category, please let us know what other means in the chat window. And I'm and if you're a future teacher, then tell us what you intend to teach. Okay, so it looks like, again, um, a, a pretty good mix, but um, quite a few English language arts, some history, social studies, media studies, and other. And I see we've got a daycare teacher, some children's lit folks, math and science, so um, a nice cross-section. 
And last but not least, I'm going to change the polling options here. So this is a yes-no question. Please let us know if you currently teach the Diary of Anne Frank by giving us a red X for no or a green check for yes. Okay, so we have no, no, more no's than yeses, um, but still quite a few yeses, 30%. Um, and hopefully after tonight's event, more of you will be inspired to teach it um, and have some terrific ideas for how to do so using the great resources that Masterpiece has created. So I now would like to introduce Cerise Jaffe from WGBH, and she is going to introduce herself as well as our other terrific speakers tonight, and they're going to uh, jump right in and give you a fresh look at the Diary of Anne Frank. Welcome, Cerise. Thank you, Jenny, and thanks everybody for attending this webinar. Uh, my name is Cerise Jaffe. I'll do the introductions in a moment. Um, I just wanted to introduce you all to the, the webinar by saying um, we are coming to you from Masterpiece from WGBH in Boston and that this webinar is made possible by the Jewish Federation of North America. So first I'm going to talk a little bit about the agenda which is pretty quick. Uh, as I said, we're going to introduce, I'm going to introduce everybody and uh, various people will speak as we go through these slides. We're going to talk a little bit about the film. We're going to see a clip. We're going to be talking a little bit about the diary itself, and then mainly we're going to be uh, showing you and discussing what the resources are that we've created for educators, including a teacher's guide, Get Involved, which are additional resources for students, uh, a book and film club, and we're going to take a tour of the fantastic website. And of course, we will leave time at the end for questions and answers. So to tell you who this voice is, uh, I'm Cerise Jaffe from WGBH. I work in the Educational Outreach Department here, and we work on creating educational materials for uh, some of the shows that WGBH uh, produces, particularly Masterpiece Theater, excuse me, Masterpiece. Uh, we also have Phyllis Goldstein from Facing History and Ourselves. Uh, Facing History and Ourselves, which we'll talk about a little bit later, is an organization that provides education about the Holocaust and other historical and contemporary uh, issues. And they consulted on the guide and the resources. And then we also have Bennett Singer, who was the writer of the Teacher's Guide and also compiled the additional resources. So now, um, a little bit about the new film that is premiering April 11th, which is Holocaust Remembrance Day, which is this Sunday. Um, it's a very special film, and we're very excited about it. It's 120 minutes. It will air at 9 p.m., but check your local listings just to be safe. Uh, many of the previous screen adaptations were based on edited versions of the diary or biographies. And the, one of the reasons this film is so uh, special is that the screenwriter, who was Deborah Mogach, uses Anne's unedited words. As some of you may know, that the diary has now uh, been published uh, to include previously uh, removed materials. And so uh, the, the family granted special permission to the screenwriter. And thus we get in this film a much more complex portrait of Anne. She is heroic still, but not angelic. And that was a problem with some previous portrayals. She is rebellious. She's complex. She's feisty. She's moody. 
she is definitely a young person that young people today can relate to more than ever. Um, and there is wonderful performances, particularly by newcomer Ellie Kendrick, who stars as Anne, and um, the other characters are, as well. And there's a great sense of authenticity in the film. The filmmakers painstakingly recreated the annex in Amsterdam where Anne and her family hid from the Nazis uh, from 1942 to 1944. And so the set and the camera work conveys the very tight uh, quarters that the families lived in, uh, even the sense of claustrophobia uh, in the setting. We are going to go to a clip now that you can get a sense of the actual film. And I'm going to be entering the URL. Everything that we will be talking about tonight, just about, is accessible from the home page, which we are here now. And I hope all of you um, see that. Um, it's in the chat box as well. And if you click on the uh, play button, you'll see a little over two minute clip of the film. So we're going to watch that now. You can go ahead and click the button. Okay, I hope you were able to play that video. If not, don't worry. It's up on the home page, uh, pbs.org slash masterpiece slash Anne Frank, and you'll be able to watch it um, at, at your leisure. 
and go back to it as well as being able to watch it when this is archived. Um, so as you can see, the film really does complement the book. It helps the book come alive and it strengthens an already very powerful classroom tool um, to, to make it even more real for students. We mentioned the um, fact that the screenwriter had special permission to use Anne's unedited words. And you can see in the slide from April 12th to 16th, which is the week following the screening of the, uh, the broadcast of the film, um, the screenwriter will be on the Barnes & Noble Online Book Club website um, answering questions and chatting. You can get there, as I said before, before through pbs.org slash masterpiece uh, slash Anne Frank, um, and you'll be able to link to the Barnes & Noble website. Um, in case that surprises you, uh, just as a side note, Masterpiece has been working with Barnes & Noble for several years, and uh, with the book club in particular, and so uh, we often are able to feature really interesting conversations uh, with uh, directors, producers, screenwriters, whoever, and in this case it's going to be the screenwriter. Um, there are many, many options that you can uh, use to view the film with your students. You can record it off-air and use it for one year after broadcast. There will be streaming video available at the website pbs.org slash masterpiece through May 11th, and you will be able to purchase a DVD of the film at shoppbs.org. The cost of the uh, DVD will be 19.98. How many of you think you might have students watch the film either online or on television or in your classroom? If you want to click the, um, the either the green arrow or the red X, it would be um, it was it would be great to see how many people might uh, use this option. Jenny, did we get enough responses? Okay. So it looks like um, a majority of folks think that they'll be able to have their students view the film, which is great. And of course, in your classroom, you can always uh, use portions of the film, and there are strategies for that, as we'll talk about later. So now we're going to talk a little bit about the diary itself. Um, as you probably know, it is one of the most widely read and taught works of nonfiction. Each new generation embraces it amazingly over and over again. Young people relate to Anne's honesty and her very volatile relationship with her mother and her sister. Her feelings, her first love, her frustrations, her fears, her idealism, but also her realism about society and the world. Controversy has often surrounded the book, um, but it has been translated into over 70 languages. And as I said, it's, it's one of the most widely taught books. Many of us, I think, read it in school um, and were taught it ourselves. In a New York Times survey, amazingly, uh, in 2008, only 25% of students could correctly identify Hitler. And the reason we put that statistic there is to show that it is as crucial today as it ever has been to teach students about the Holocaust and to teach students well and not just superficially. So teaching the Diary of Anne Frank within its historical context is even more crucial um, as it ever has been. 
interestingly, uh, a new book came out in 2009 by Francine Prose, who's a writer, and she took an approach that examined Anne as a writer in and of herself. And the book examined the diary as its own literary masterpiece. And there's increasing thinking that the diary is both. It's both a historical document and a literary masterpiece. And ideally, that's a great way to teach it. Um, and one of the reasons that it serves both purposes is that it's Anne's writing is so powerful and her voice is so wonderful that it transforms young people and everybody's understanding of the Holocaust. So next we're going to talk about the resources for educators. Uh, everything is online. As you probably or hopefully have seen in the past, we have done printed guides for some of the uh, shows from Masterpiece. But now everything is online. So as I mentioned before, there's a teacher's guide, there's additional resources which we're calling Get Involved, and there's a book and film club and the website itself which has many wonderful features. Um, if you want to find out more about what's come up or what's coming on, on Masterpiece, you can sign up at pbs.org masterpiece for our e-newsletter and you will get a notification about new resources that are, are coming. In terms of teacher's guides, there are now over 20 teacher's guides online for not just this, but for other classic and contemporary titles um, which have aired on Masterpiece. And we'll look at where it is on the website a little bit later. The book and film club materials are aimed primarily at libraries, but many teachers use them as well. And as I mentioned, the website itself is a very rich resource. Um, and you can always go there to find wonderful features about anything that's airing on Masterpiece. There's always a new website for each Masterpiece title. Now I'm going to turn it over to Bennett Singer, the writer for the Teacher's Guide, and he's going to talk a little bit more about it and about the features. Bennett? Hello, everyone, and thanks so much for joining us. It's great to be here, and I have to say it was really a privilege and a pleasure to work on this, on this guide with all the folks at GBH and, and with the consultants. Um, and I think it's such an exciting project, um, and I really think it has an amazing amount of applications for so many different kinds of classes, um, middle school as well as high school, history as well as language arts, um, team teaching, um, cross-curricular approaches. Um, and we really did uh, make a very conscious effort to make the guide a cross-curricular resource that um, that has substantial historical background, but that also looks at Anne Frank as a writer and as a literary stylist. Um, and we'll talk more about the specific features of the guide in a few minutes. But um, in terms of the overview, that was really the, the guiding principle to give teachers um, solid resources to, to really tackle the book and the film um, with those uh, thoughts in mind. Within the guide, you will find uh, viewing activities, writing prompts, discussion questions, and um, quite a number of in-depth extensions um, that can be used um, in a whole variety of, of ways um, for individual research projects, for small group activities, for whole class um, uh, discussions, for supplementary work, or within the, the body of a, um, of a course that you're teaching. Um, there is an interview uh, within the guide with Francine Prose, who, as Therese mentioned, um, just wrote a, a book last year um, about Anne Frank as a writer 
Um, it's a really riveting book, and I had a chance to interview Francine Prose um, in the course of writing the guide. And um, I think it's fair to say that her her insights um, really uh, inspired me and gave us some very strong ideas for material for the guide. Um, and the interview that is part of the guide um, focuses um, both on her work in, in putting together her book, but also about her thoughts on, on using uh, the Diary of Anne Frank in the classroom, um, as well as some of the controversies that have surrounded um, the book and the adaptations in the past. So I think it's, it's certainly worth taking a look at, um, at that interview. Um, and I also wanted to mention that Francine Prose also will be featured on the Barnes & Noble website uh, this week, actually. Um, answering questions, and it's possible to link to that chat directly from the Masterpiece website homepage. And now I will uh, turn things over to our colleague Phyllis Goldstein from Facing History. Thank you, Bennett. Um, and um, it's a pleasure to be with all of you tonight. As Bennett mentioned, I work for Facing History and Ourselves a nonprofit educational organization. And we were delighted to work with WGBH on the Teacher's Guide, particularly in helping them place Anne's story within its historical context. Her story is part of a larger history that we know well. Um, it's the focus of our primary case study. For the past 34 years now, Facing History has been working with historians, theologians, psychologists, and other scholars in providing teachers with professional development and a wide range of curriculum materials and other support. <coughs> Excuse me, I have some allergies. And other support in teaching that history. It's a history that raises profound moral questions, questions that Anne confronted in her diary and that our students are, are still struggling with today. Those questions are embedded in the big themes that you see on your screen. And they help students see themselves as actors in history, as people who, like Anne, can make a positive difference in the world, not just today, but for generations to come. In terms of the um, specific features within the guide, um, as you see on the slide, um, the, the opening section um, pre presents a uh, solid uh, uh, compendium of historical background looking not only at the Frank family but, but really placing their story in context and um, helping students and teachers understand the, the backdrop to their story and the, the uh, increasing persecution of Jews throughout Europe. Um, with that backdrop in mind, we then lead students and teachers into um, guided viewing of the film. Um, with activities for before viewing, during viewing, and after viewing all key to the themes that, that Phyllis mentioned. Um, and there are several um, reproducible handouts uh, within the guide. Um, overall, the guide is 24 pages, um, but several of these pages are intended to be reproduced and shared with students. One um, 
is based on a viewing of the film and, and really asks students to think about the ways in which um, Anne Frank's story can be used as emblematic of, um, of a larger uh, social and historical story. Um, and so the idea is to find personal details and specific anecdotes in the, uh, within the film and within Anne's voice um, that really help students understand the broader historical themes and stories um, that, that are touched on. There's also a fascinating um, section inspired again by Francine Prose who makes the point that Anne Frank was very much a conscious writer. Um, you might think of a diary as sort of the spontaneous outpourings of a teenager, but in fact um, Anne was inspired by a radio broadcast that she heard in 1944 um, where one of the Dutch ministers in exile um, specifically said um, that he encouraged people who were living through the war to collect ordinary documents, including diaries, to be published after the war. And this was really a transformation and a turning point for Anne Frank um, because immediately after that she, she transformed her view of her diary from a, an, an intensely personal private journal into something that she hoped and dreamed could be published. And so she embarked on this amazingly uh, intense process of revision. And one of the exercises in the guide is to look at the first version of um, a diary entry from 1942, which is um, from the date when Anne's sister Margot was called up um, or receives orders to report to a deportation camp. And this is what prompts the family to go into hiding. Um, so we present the first version um, and juxtapose that with the revised version um, in this reproducible handout. And I think it's, it's, it's such a clear way for students to look at the conscious uh, process of revision that Anne Frank um, embarked on and just the idea of her as a storyteller, her as a literary stylist, and more broadly the idea of revision, which I think all the English teachers out there will agree is such a hugely important part of the writing process. Um, so I'm hoping that this will also inspire students to, um, to think about their own process of revision. Um, we also look at the idea of diaries as a form of literature and the ways in which uh, creating diaries has, has really been transformed itself in the 21st century. Um, and so there are sections on blogging and tweeting and um, 21st incarnations of diaries. Um, and then finally there's a section, a pretty extensive section of resources related specifically to Anne Frank, websites, books, films. Um, one example is the Anne Frank channel on YouTube. Um, which has the only known uh, footage of Anne Frank. Um, and even though it's only you know, like 10 seconds, it's absolutely riveting to see Anne Frank in moving footage. Um, and at the same site, the Anne Frank House, there's also a virtual tour of the annex, um, which again is, is really a way to immerse uh, students in, in, the, uh, in the history. And now I will... Um, send it back to Therese. Thank you, Bennett. That was great. Um, it, it really is a fantastic guide. And uh, there are, of course, many, many resources out there about Anne Frank. But I think the guide is particularly 
pithy and concise and yet packed with good information and, and wonderful exercises and uses the film really, really effectively. Um, just a couple of practical notes before we get in, into the next uh, section. Uh, the guide is posted on the Masterpiece website, pbs.org slash masterpiece slash Anne Frank. Uh, and we will show you where in a moment. It is posted as a PDF. The entire thing is one PDF. You can also download um, sections of it. Um, and so you can download just the handout if you wanted, um, etc. And so that's, uh, I think, very convenient for teachers who may want to either add it to their existing curriculum on Anne Frank, or of course they can use it to start fresh um, with new perspectives about Anne. And uh, it is for both middle school and high school. And you can um, extend it. Um, you know, as, as needed, um, particularly given your students' uh, prior knowledge or background knowledge um, about um, Anne Frank and the history around her. I also just wanted to mention that Francine Prose's book that we've mentioned a couple of times um, is called Anne Frank, The Book, The Life, The Afterlife. And it was published in 2009. It was widely reviewed, and, Anne Fr and Francine Prose uh, spoke uh, in various um, uh, 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 venues, so you may have heard about it or you may not. So uh, it's it's really a wonderful um, uh, resource to deepen your own knowledge about Anne Frank. So um, on to the next uh, resource, uh, which is Get Involved. Um, Get Involved is a uh, a compendium of resources, of websites. There are actually also a couple of articles and books. The focus is really on uh, helping students uh, get involved in issues around uh, social justice and um, discrimination and bigotry, and gives them both tools to learn more about the issues and also to uh, take action if they so wish. This will be um, on the website as a web feature, it will also be a, a PDF. Um, this effort was made public, um, possible with funding from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, this particular um, resource. Uh, teachers will find it helpful, and you can also uh, have students directly use it. And there are many um, opportunities for students to use new technologies, including things like Twitter. Uh, for instance, there's a, a Twitter site that the UN is actually hosting along with the Anne Frank Center in New York City where students, actually students of all ages, are invited to Twitter about um, Anne Frank and also what her life inspired them, uh, their feelings, etc. The next resource is the Book and Film Club. And as I mentioned before, um, this is often used by libraries, but I have heard from teachers that um, they use it in more informal settings. There are open-ended questions to get discussion started. Um, if you have a PTA or um, other parent group, you might want to download this and provide it to them if they have any kind of book discussion group. Uh, your school librarians might want to use it. Um, it's also good for um, particularly like mother-daughter book clubs. Um, and we do a book and film club resource for each season of Masterpiece. Some of you may know that Masterpiece has three sort of seasons, um, classic, 
um, which is uh, what the Diary of Anne Frank is part of, mystery, and some of you may uh, like our, our mystery season as viewers, and contemporary. And so we choose a book-related title um, for each of those seasons and create a book and film club, uh, in addition to some of the teacher's guides that we do. And again, if you sign up for the Masterpiece e-newsletter, you'll be notified when new book and film club materials are available on the website. So speaking of the website, um, that's our next adventure, um, which is pdf.org slash masterpiece, and uh, in particular, it's slash um, Anne Frank. So I'm going to write that in to the box, pdf.org, whoops, sorry, .org slash masterpiece. And Frank. So we are at the home page, and um, you'll see that um, this is where we went um, to the uh, the film clip, um, which you're welcome to go back to if you weren't able to uh, watch it at the time that we were watching it. Um, and on the side, you'll see that there are many of the features of the website. Um, there's a synopsis. There's cast and end credits. Um, there are uh, there's a biography of Anne Frank. Um, there's a really wonderful slideshow that Ellie Kendrick and I've just clicked on it um, so that uh, you can see the very beginning of it, um, where she talks about what it was like to play Anne Frank and what the experience uh, did for her. She's a young actress and um, how that changed her. Um, and I'm now going to go back to the home page. Um, there's a really fascinating uh, Q&A, a video Q&A, with a relative of Anne Frank's, Buddy Elias, who's the last living relative of Anne Frank. I believe he's a cousin. Um, there's an interview with Deborah Mogic, who's the screenwriter who we've mentioned before. And Anne Frank as a writer is an interview with Francine Prose. I'm clicking on that. Um, and here is information about um, the book that we've been mentioning, and she talks about um, her experience of sort of rediscovering Anne as what she calls um, not an accidental writer, um, and, and that's a very interesting um, interview. Um, there's also resources which um, are similar to the resources that are in the guide. And this is where you will find the Get Involved resources. It, this will be posted um, by the end of the week. Um, you'll be able to go back to the website and get those in, in that way. Uh, one particularly fascinating um, uh, aspect of what has been created for Anne Frank is a video diary project. Um, the deadline for students, classrooms, individuals to submit a video about how Anne Frank has inspired them is May 31st. There is a composite of some of the entries that have already been submitted that will air directly after the broadcast on this coming Sunday. Um, and you, if you come to this part and you scroll down a little bit on this page, you'll see where it says Enter Today. I'm not going to take you through it because it's uh, several clicks. But if you do it at your leisure, you can watch some um, excerpts of what has already been submitted, and it's truly fantastic. Kids really talking from their heart um, about uh, causes and 
um, feelings and thoughts about um, those big issues that um, Phyllis mentioned. Um, there's going to be a live Twitter event during the broadcast, uh, moderated from scholars, uh, moderated by scholars from the Anne Frank Center in New York City and the U.S. Holocaust Museum in D.C. So you might want to um, consider joining that um, uh, yourself. And um, as we said, there will be links to um, the um, the Barnes and Noble chats uh, as as they come up. And I just want to take you back up a little bit on this screen um, to tell you where to find the teacher's guide. Um, when you look at the uh, uh, list of things that go across the page rather than vertically down, um, you'll see where it says Learn. If you click on Learn, um, it will take you to the section that has all the teacher's guides. And as you scroll down, you can see where it says Now Available, the Diary of Anne Frank Teacher's Guide. And there it is. Um, and as I said, you can download it as a single PDF or in uh, sections. And if you go back to the home page and you look again across um, the uh, horizontal list of items, you'll see the Book and Film Club. And if you click on that, you come to the Book and Film Club and you'll see the downloadable PDF and Frank discussion questions and activities. And you'll be able to find it there. Um, it would be great um, to see how many people think that they can use some of these features on the website, um, the teacher's guide or the Twitter event. If you want to um, go to the green check or the, the red X, um, and if you want to chat a little bit in the chat box, can you let us know um, some of the things that you think you might find useful? Looks like people are, are giving us some information in the chat box. Great. Okay. So it looks like um, about 37% or so. Um, would be able to use some of these features. And I know you haven't explored them all in depth, so you might not know um, yet what things you can, you will be able to use. So now we've come to the end of um, uh, the part where I'm doing a lot of the talking. And here, um, hopefully, we'll be able to answer some of your questions. Great. Thank you so much, all three of you, for uh, wonderful presentations. I've been collecting some questions as we went along, so I'll go ahead and ask those to you. And uh, everyone else, please, if you have questions, go ahead and put those into the chat space, and that way we can make sure that our speakers address those as well. Uh, one of the questions I saw was from Andy Swan, um, and, and I think uh, Carol also asked, asked the same question. When you 
mentioned the 2008 survey where only 25% of students could identify Hitler. People were curious how old the students were who were surveyed. Um, this is Cerise. That's a great question. Um, I don't have, unfortunately, the details here in my materials, but um, I could certainly find out um, that and let you guys know. Okay, great. Um, another question was about, uh, Lori Cohen asked, what grades is this suggested for? I think she was talking about the teacher's guide. Um, well, I, I think I mentioned that it is for middle school and high school. Um, and, you know, we always create guides so that teachers can adapt them um, and um, use what um, is, you know, appropriate for their students. But it's written with both of those levels in mind. Great, thanks. Um, another question I saw was also from Lori Cohen. Uh, she was asking whether the Francine Prose book is a resource for teachers or whether it's also useful with students. Um, Bennett, you can you sure. can add to that, yeah. I would say it's um, depending on the student's reading level and, and interest in really immersing themselves in this content, um, certainly high school students could uh, benefit from, from reading it or reading parts of it. One of the chapters is specifically about Anne Frank in schools um, and the way that it has been taught. And then she has some fascinating material as well about the prior adaptations, the play, uh, the Broadway play, and the Hollywood film, which I think an incredibly interesting activity might be to compare the, the new version of the film with the Hollywood version of the film. Um, you know, that may obviously take some time and effort, but um, it would certainly be a great you know, research project that a student or a group of students might want to be immersed in. And so um, if, if a student was that um, you know, dedicated or uh, able to spend the time, then the Francine Prose book would be a great resource. And, and certainly for teachers, it's, it's absolutely um, very readable and very accessible, and um, I think will help give all of us a, a new perspective on um, on this classic. Um, I mean, I think she she starts the book by saying, you know, she wrote a different book than she thought she would based on what she discovered, and that's kind of a refreshing way to think about the whole project because you know the, the Diary of Anne Frank seems like such a classic, and what what possibly new could be said about it. But if you open that book or look in our guide, I would say um, there are a lot of answers to that question. Terrific. Yeah, I would just um, follow up to what Bennett said. I think um, it's it, you know it is primarily I think for um, the general public and teachers would benefit greatly and some students. Great, thank you. Uh, I see Barbara asks, is the film appropriate for elementary students? Uh, I would say it's not appropriate um, for. I know sometimes the diary is taught in upper elementary, like sixth grade. Um, I would say that you should screen the film um, and see if you wanted to use parts. Uh, I, I would tend to think it's it's definitely more appropriate for middle and upper uh, middle and high school. I would agree with that, this, Phyllis. I would agree with that. Great, thank you. And I see Deborah Roberts has asked a question about the film, and I'm not sure if you all can speak to this, but uh, she wonders. She said she'd like to know what stimulated your interest in a new look at Anne Frank. 
Well, this was this is Therese. Um, this was originally produced by the BBC, and I would guess, although um, I don't know for sure, um, it was the uh, ability to get to these new um, uh, parts of the um, the unedited version of the diary, and so it seemed like um, it was time to to, to take a, you know a, a, a new look at it and to you know, um, bring our uh, all of our new knowledge to bear on it. Right. Just to jump in, um, I, I remember there was an interview with the screenwriter where she specifically said her motivation was she wanted to be true to the real Anne Frank, which, in her estimation, the previous films and and the Broadway adaptation really didn't capture the complexity. So I think that was what motivated the project. Great. Um, I see a couple questions here about language. Someone asks if there is uh, EVD has said any language component to all of these great materials resources. I'm not sure whether that question is about whether they're available in other languages, but I do see a question here about whether this teacher's guide is available in Spanish. Unfortunately, it's not. I wish it was, but yeah, it's not. This is Therese. Okay, and EVD, maybe you could um, expound upon your question about uh, about languages, because I'm not sure I understand what you're asking there. Let's see if there are other questions here. Someone asked, "How long is the film?" It's a um, two-hour broadcast, so it's um, about 120 minutes. And Kath with a brief introduction by Laura Linney. Oh, terrific. Okay, thanks. And Catherine asks, does the film follow Anne out of the annex to the camp? It doesn't really. Um, there's a, a, an epilogue with um, with text on the screen that tells what happened, but the end of the film is really their, the the last days in the annex when they are discovered, um, and then the film provides the information about what happened to Anne and the seven companions that she was living with, um, but it doesn't follow them there. Although I do think that's a really interesting activity or you know, project for students to, to finish the story and, and do that research and find out what happened to, to Anne and the others. So I see that Gay and Cerise have been doing some research and discovered that um, in answer to the question about the survey, it was a New York Times survey and it was conducted with 17-year-olds. So that survey that showed that only 25% of students could identify Hitler um, with 17-year-olds. Um, and I see a question here. Someone says, when can we see this film they're talking about? So can one of you please repeat the air date and time? Well, I know it's, it's, it's going to be um, broadcast this Sunday, April 11th, on PBS stations. Um, Cerise, do you know? I, I think it varies from uh, the time varies from place to place. Um, generally, is it 8 o'clock? Uh, I'm jumping in for Cerise. It's generally on at 9 p.m. on Sunday evenings, but everybody should check their local listings because PBS stations operate uh, individually. 
And as someone noted in the chat, um, the the video if you miss the air date, we hope you'll all tune in on the 11th. But if you miss it on air, it'll be available online for one month after broadcast at the Masterpiece site. And the URL is on the slide that we're looking at there right now. It's pbs.org/masterpiece. So folks can go there to um, to view the film after. Uh, someone had a question here, and I'm. Uh, I believe it was a question about what the film is rated. Um, because it's um, being screened, this is Therese, because it's being broadcast, um, it is not rated as a movie in the movie theater would be rated. And I don't believe that there, <clears throat> there is an MA or anything like that um, on. But we always do caution uh, teachers to you know, watch everything before they use it in the classroom um, because uh, different uh, teachers in different uh, classrooms, uh, you know, have different standards about what's appropriate for your students. Oh, okay. Um, and the rating is PG on the DVD. Perfect. Um, so I, I'm going to scroll through the chat here to make sure I've gotten to all the questions. Um, lots of folks talking about using this uh, teaching Anne Frank in connection with other uh, novels or other uh, works of nonfiction. Mm -hmm. Jenny, as you're looking at the questions, uh, I just want to remind people that they can download just the uh, section on the resources from the teacher's guide if they would like um, if they would like to use that and there are many many useful links there um, and and also other materials terrific thank you for mentioning that all right I think we've gotten to the bulk of the question so um, well, here's one more, and so this this will give you a chance to tell us a little bit more about the season. Uh, someone says, any other um, any up and coming programs of educational interest? Are there other uh, films in the masterpiece lineup that you think are particularly relevant for educators? Well, um, there's going to be one more film in the classic season. Uh, it's called Small Island. It's it's quite good, and I think as viewers. Um, uh, it, it's wonderful viewing, but it's not uh, book-based, and so I don't think it's, and it's not appropriate for kids, uh, for high school or middle schoolers. Um, and then we're into our mystery season. Again, great for uh, viewers. We know that a lot of teachers are fans of Masterpiece. We've got some wonderful Agatha, uh, new Agatha Christie's uh, coming up, Miss Marple and Poirot. And we have New Wallanders and all kinds of great stuff. Um, but I think that our best advice would be to sign up for the e-newsletter on pbs.org slash masterpiece, and then you'll see what new uh, shows are coming up of educational interest and also what we've created resources for. If anyone does happen to teach a mystery course, um, we are going to be doing a book and film club on uh, for Murder on the Orient Express. There's a brand new uh, version that will be airing um, probably in July. Great. 
And um, and I'll also just make a plug for some of the, the other guys that are there. Um, as many of you are probably aware, Masterpiece um, has created some wonderful adaptations of Jane Austen's works. And so there's a terrific guide to teaching Jane Austen. And there's also a great guide about uh, teaching Dickens. So there are lots of really, really good use uh, resources on the Masterpiece site um, in addition to the wonderful ones that were described tonight. So I want to thank all of our guests so much for being here. And um, I also want to thank our partners uh, in this endeavor. Uh, Classroom 2.0, as hopefully many of you are aware, is a uh, social network for educators who are interested in exploring Web 2.0 in uh, the classroom. And Steve is the founder of that uh, that community, and we we definitely encourage you to join that community and uh, and engage in the discussion there. Um, it seems like there are a lot of folks here who are very interested in using new technologies in the classroom. Uh, we hope you'll also visit PBS Teachers, where in addition to hosting webinars and and offering the archives, we have thousands of free resources from all of our PBS and PBS Kids producers and our own online community where folks are chatting about uh, PBS and other resources and, um, and ideas in education today. We want to thank Illuminate for hosting this event. Uh, they have made this possible by giving us the use of this platform. And hopefully you've all found it very uh, intuitive and enjoyed your time here with us tonight. Uh, we've mentioned several times that this webinar will be archived. Here is how you find those archives. We'll, we'll post them as soon as possible. And as I mentioned, they will include uh, a full recording so that it will launch an Illuminate window as though you were there for the live event. And you'll see um, the whole event play out, uh, including the chat. Uh, we'll also post a transcript of the chat window. So for folks who want to go back and just find all of the sites that everyone has been recommending over the course of the last hour. You can just print out that transcript. And we'll also have an audio-only version uh, that you can take with you on the go as a podcast if you want to. And those will be available at both our sites, both Teachers and Classroom 2.0. And then uh, we also offer you the opportunity to get a letter of confirmation um, indicating that you were here because we hope that you and your um, folks back in your district will value this as a professional development opportunity. So if you want to receive a letter, you'll just, when you close out of the room tonight, um, close out the Illuminate window, another window will pop up on your computer which will launch your survey. And we always love to hear from folks uh, what they thought about our event. So we'd appreciate all of your feedback there. But one of the questions on that survey asks whether you want to get a letter. And if you do, just give us your name and your email address and we'll get those letters out to you as soon as possible. So if there aren't any further questions, um, I want to thank everyone for being here. Thank you, Cerise, Phyllis, and Bennett for introducing this wonderful set of resources. Um, and thank you to all of our participants for, uh, for being here and for a lively discussion in the chat. I hope everyone has enjoyed themselves and that you will tune in to the film and, um, and take advantage of these great free resources that have been created for your use. So thanks, everyone. Uh, we'll stick around. Um, it's, it's not quite 9, so I'll stick around for, for the next uh, five minutes or so if people um, have any additional questions. 
um, please go ahead and put those in the chat window. Um, and if you're ready to leave the room, uh, please feel free to do so. You can do that just by closing the Illuminate window on your screen or by going to Session in the top menu and uh, clicking on Leave Session. Uh, a question here, how do I find Thanks, Jenny. You're very welcome. Thanks for being here. I see a question here from Deb Boatwright. How do I find rebroadcasts of the Jane Austen series? Um, this is Therese. You would need to, uh, I don't think we've scheduled any imminently, so you would need to check with your local PBS station or you could check with, um, you know, check back with Masterpiece, sign up for our e-newsletter and it would tell you if any are due to air. So Cerise and Gay are lucky enough to be uh, going to an event with the creator of the film. So um, we will let them sign off and um, wish them a, a very good time. I hope you have a terrific evening. Thanks so much for, for being here and for all Thank of your you work. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.